You're tuned in to the Point Pleasant Podcast, the PPP. This podcast connects residents, businesses, charities, and local events in the Point Pleasant and surrounding areas. Get live, get connected, as the PPP introduces you to all things Point. Hosted by Bay Ave business owner Michael Langsner from Haven Sweet Shop. So let's get started. The Point Pleasant Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the Point Pleasant Podcast, episode number two. My name is Michael Langsner on behalf of Haven Sweet Shop. Uh, I got to say, it's so good to be here. This is our second episode this week. Uh, it's probably going to be once a week, but um, we got such an incredible, overwhelming response on Tuesday with Fallon Schultz. We have over a thousand views in like 24 hours. So uh decided to do another one this week, and my guest is Richie from the Offshore Barbecue. What's up, How man? How we doing? How we doing, man? Dude. Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to be here. This is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. Um, always. I always have a good time. Try to, and, anyway. And you got big shoes to fill. A thousand views in 24 hours. I don't know. A thousand views. Jeez. I, mean, I don't so know. If I don't, get, if I don't get a thousand, you just just delete it. Just, <laughs> just, take, it, just take it right off. And it never happened. We'll, we'll we'll catch back up in a month or so. Right, right. Yeah, I, I guess it's, it's a little tricky doing this early before we have a full uh, full following. Um, and I, I've never recorded live at nine thirty in the morning, so we'll see who's up this early and uh, not fighting the homeschool thing. Well, we, yeah, people check in at work right now, so they're they're literally doing nothing but checking emails. So I'm sure we're we're live somewhere. Who, who actually works these days? That's what I'm saying. I I don't know. All they did was log in minimize their screen and they pulled us up and all they're doing is watching us right now, which is great. (laughs) So um, for the viewers that that may not know you, everybody should know you, but uh, you know, tell us a little bit about the offshore barbecue, where you're located specifically. Yeah. Offshore barbecue, uh, real barbecue located in downtown Point Pleasant beach on Arnold Avenue, uh, right in the heart of everything. So yeah, really happy to be here. When did Uh, you open? We opened in December of last uh, uh, last year, so it was a year December fifth. Year December fifth, awesome! Congratulations on the the year. I mean, that's, thank you, man. We, we should be celebrating right now. We should have uh, some champagne or something. I, I did, and I wanted to have a huge party and everything, but with COVID and all that stuff, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, COVID yeah. Is, uh, kind of. I, I celebrated in my own way. <laughs> so you opened up then three months before the world shut down. Yeah, so I like to make things very difficult for myself, Mike. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, you know, what is the, you know, I foresaw all this. <laughs> so I was like, you know, what is the most difficult thing I could put myself through? And I said, you know what? I foresee a pandemic coming <laughs> and I'm going to open up in the winter. <laughs> well, well played. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, you know, that's what I did. So I was like, uh, if I can make it through this, you know, maybe we can make it through anything. So, you know what? I, I, uh, I should have looked at your crystal ball, I guess. Um, I opened up knowing there was a pandemic. So you and I, uh, we got some similarities here. Uh, I, I'm four months in now, I guess, roughly. And uh, so you're a year in. Um, and we both are experiencing this for the last however many months. I mean, crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, let, let me talk, you know, the, what was your vision pre-pandemic? You know, like, uh, I know you have some seating inside, you know, like, like, was the vision be takeout? Was the vision uh, dine-in? Yeah, I mean, the vision The vision for me at the end of the day was to bring real barbecue to New Jersey. 
Okay. I grew up, I grew up on the Jersey shore. I grew up in Jersey families from Jersey. My wife's family's from Jersey, you know, and we just never had real, real barbecue, you know, that I, I, I thought was real barbecue um, here in New Jersey. So I said, you know what, if I ever had the chance um, to, to do something like that here in New Jersey and kind of bring the New Jersey got a bad stigma with barbecue. You go anywhere and say you're from the Northeast and you do barbecue. People shut off right, right away. They don't want to hear you and they move on with their day. You okay. know what I mean? And so that was, that was the challenge. And that's, that's ultimately what my vision was to do, you know, okay. whether it was takeout or dining. You know? Okay. So did you have any, like, what was your experience before this? Like, how did you even get into this? So back, you know, I, I graduated college in 2002 and I was coaching college football and I did it for six years and I was all, it was all South, you know, and my recruiting areas uh, were all South. Okay. So I spent a lot of time in Carolina, Georgia, Southern Virginia, and I got into barbecue that way because when you're recruiting kids and, you know, you're traveling around the States and things like that, where are you going to go? Okay. I mean, number one place down South is, is barbecue. So that's what got me into it. You know, I, I, I got bit by the bug back then, you know, bought a charcoal grill and uh -huh. just started having at it, you know, and then 15 years later, you know, fast forward, all that was doing it as a hobby. Then it became a food truck. And then, you know, now I saw the opportunity here in Point Pleasant Beach to to bring real barbecue to New Jersey. That's killer. Tell me about the food truck, because I've always been intrigued in that whole world. I tell you, man, it's it's a good business, you know, and it's a lot of fun, you know, because you can go to diff different towns in New Jersey, small towns, uh, meet people, um, you're mobile. Uh, so it, it was a lot of fun to be honest with you. And, um, you know, I don't, you don't want to get into like all the, you know, the hoops you got to jump through because Jersey does make it a little difficult for food trucks. Yeah. So, I've heard that. So somebody, I guess, you know, here, uh, Jessica with the same last name as yours is calling you out saying you actually graduated college in 2006. Oh, I did. No, she's right. She's right. She's right. I, I graduated in 2006. That was my bad. That was my, I, you know what it was? I was at one school in uh, 2001, and then I transferred to another school in 2002. I must have had 2002 on my mind. I don't know. <laughs> Jessica seems to know you better than you know yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> she does. Um, <laughs> for those who are watching live, keep uh, keep the comments coming. And if you have any questions for Richie or myself, uh, certainly post them in the chat. Um, dude, so I'm new to Point Pleasant. I, uh, I opened up my shop. I don't even think I was open yet. I think I was still kind of like building shelves. And, you know, my initiative was like, I got to go meet the people in town. And, you know, I, I love barbecue. I can't say I'm an aficionado, but, you know, I love a good barbecue. So I, I walked over to your shop. It was probably like my first or second day in there. And I was blown away. Like, dude, this sandwich that I got, I, I mean, yay tall. I mean, unreal. I, 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 of course, I ate the whole thing. I probably shouldn't be you know, proud of that. But I ate the whole thing. I sucked down those uh, fried pickles that you had, which were <laughs> probably the best fried pickles I've ever had. 
and I became a fan overnight. Um, I, I assume you probably hear a lot of that. You know, do you have any like, like what's your number one item? You know, tell tell people about your menu and you know the whole vibe. So, you know, one of the things about kind of bringing the the barbecue culture from the south, you know, here to New Jersey and going through it was to capture everything. You know, the the camaraderie, the being with the community, and the menu itself. You know, everything's sold by the pound here. So it, it's really keep it simple, a couple sides, and you really want the meat and your rub and your smoking process, your craft to come out in the experience for the customer. So, you know, when it comes down to the menu, it's real basic. You know, if you've ever been here, you look at the menu and you're like, all right, meat by the pound. Right. And all you see is brisket, pork, turkey, and ribs. And you're like, all right, do I get any sides with that? Sure you do. It's over there. You, you know, you put your meal together right. based, on, based on what you want, the quantity you want, you know, and that's, that's the concept of it. And then, you know, before the pandemic, hopefully you sit down and chat with me and, and we hang out and have a good time, you know, bring a couple beers with you, whatever, um, or you take it out and take it home with you. You know, mm -hmm. and that, that was the, that was the concept. It's all about that, you know, community feel, you know, it's like you're sitting down in someone's backyard or you're, you know, picking up something from the local guy that, you know, does the stuff right. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Right. Right. You know, when right. I saw, when I saw, you know, one of the things that, you know, when I knew I can open up a barbecue restaurant, it came down to the brisket. Okay. If, if I figured that out, you know, once I knew I figured that out and I had enough people, you know, really into it. And uh, then, you know, I was like, I got to take this public because I, I finally know how to do the brisket the way it should be done, the way they do it down south. And I can if if Aaron Franklin walked into my joint and, and had brisket, I'm sure he'd be proud. So who's Aaron Franklin? Well, Aaron Franklin is one of the biggest names in barbecue down south in Texas. Okay. So, so if he okays it, then. Uh -huh. You know that that's all I would need, and so, so far this is a big call out right now for Aaron to stop by Point Pleasant, our little town here. Absolutely, get very cool. down here. I'll what, what's your process like? Like when I mean, are you you smoking the meats overnight? Like I mean, it's nine thirty in the morning. What time do you even open today? So like you're you're yeah, right so, yeah, so we open at eleven, and then we stay open um, usually till around six o'clock. If we sell out of the food, we sell out. Um, you know, we want to keep everything fresh. You know, and everything is cooked daily. So, you know, I'm constantly cooking. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's not a day that goes by where I'm not smoking something. I, You know, I'm at least smoking two briskets a day. Uh, I'm, I'm smoking, you know, racks of ribs. I mean, constantly. So it's... What's, how many hours do these things sit in the smoker? I mean, you know, depending on, like, uh, for me, um, I cook hot and fast. And this is a method that you know, uh, you got to really detailed with. And so for me, a brisket would take about seven and a half to eight hours. Um, and that some people would be like, wow, he cooks that in like seven and a half, eight hours. That's crazy. Well, because most of the time people are used to cooking briskets at 225 degrees or 250 degrees for like 12, 15 hours. Okay. Um, I had developed, I had developed uh, a cooking method uh, with barbecue based off of, you know, the research that I've done that I said, you know what, I, I don't mind chilling, you know, putting the meat on, having a couple brews, you know, cooking a barbecue and taking that time. 
But at the same time, I don't want to do it for 15 hours either. You know? Right, I, right. I got other stuff to do. You know what I mean? So right. I figured eight hours of drinking and barbecue cooking is okay. That's my cut off. <laughs> yeah. big, big shout out to Jeremy Berg, who's one of my clients from my other company, my DJ company. He and his family live in Jackson. Oh, and uh, Jeremy, you definitely got to stop by this offshore barbecue, man. It is unreal it's how good it is. So uh, thanks for checking in, man. And uh, tell your family we say hello. Um, thanks, you, you're talking about drinking. So you, you have some sort of connection with Last Wave. I, I want to like hit that for a second. And I got to get them as guests on this at some point, too. I love it. They'll, they'll just call them up. They'll do it in a heartbeat. Awesome. So they're a brewery in Point Pleasant. A lot of people probably don't even know it exists. You know, the beer drinkers know. Um, but what a cool spot. It's like diagonally across from my shop, Haven Sweet Shop on Bay Ave. Um, they don't do food. I need you to clarify this. So they don't do food, but they could bring in your so, stuff. Explain how that all works. I mean, you know, let me make something very clear here. I love my state. I love Jersey. And I love the Jersey Shore. I love everything about it. But they got to fix this rule with the breweries and food and, and all that stuff because it's really it's really hindering, you know, the the collaborations and growing businesses all over, uh, you know, each industry and each part of each part of the business, too. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, you have a brewery over there. And, um, you know, how awesome would it be if they would they were able to promote and um, work with and collaborate on a food level with the surrounding you know, restaurants in the area, yeah. you know, yeah. especially the niche restaurants like mine and, and, you know, some others. So it's, um, it's one of those things that if you cross the border into PA or, or, you know, anything like that or New York, anything like that, I mean, you can go into a brew pub and have a burger, you know what I mean? And try their beer. And that's, now, that. am I mistaken though? Can you bring food in? I thought you can, you could bring, yeah, you could bring food in, you know, so a customer in theory could come to offshore barbecue, grab a, a, a bag, a box of food to go, walk a block and a half down the street and enjoy it there with, you know, at their brewery. Yeah, you can. Yeah, and absolutely. Okay. But the thing is, is that they can't, they can't promote it. You know what I mean? They can't, okay. they can't look at, uh, you know, to my knowledge, it, it can't be a favoritism or, or, or a linkage right. know, with the food. You know, it can't be, you know, last wave, by the way, have offshore barbecue. They have to keep it, you know, without any kind of, discrimination or, or favoritism one way or the other sure they just can't promote it, you know what I mean? okay. you can hang your you can hang your menu in there you can do all those th things like that but they're not allowed to give you a menu and say hey right. have this or stuff like that so there's these little quirky little holes and and, and hoops that could get a brewery in trouble that you know uh, none of, you, you don't want to take that risk you know yeah yeah well I, i'm with you I, I do love new jersey i mean uh, I guess since the age of two, I've been in New Jersey. So that's 40 years wild. Um, <laughs> See, that's why I said 2002, Mike. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you don't that's want to. Why, that's why I said I graduated in 2002. Man. I uh -huh. I'm staring uh -huh. at that 40 number myself and I'm like, uh -huh. no. Um, I started yeah, counting back 30. We have some wacky rules in the state, and and yeah, I, I love the state. You know, I I'm, I'm a voter. I'm you know a skier. I mean, we're right close to the cities, but. Yeah, we, we got some real complex, uh, strange, maybe outdated rules and, and whatnot. Um, again, man, I, did you, you provided some spices or something for last wave? I, yeah, so what we did, we, you know, one of the things I was always about is like collaboration, you know, so I'm always trying to collaborate with the, with the local business in town. So everything I do is local and 
So with last wave, you know, uh, I'm into beer just in general. Uh, I've been going to breweries and, and, you know, uh, all that stuff for years. And so I got into it, but no one had like a, like a smoky beer or, or anything like that. And that's kind of like a trend. It's kind of a niche once a year kind of thing. And okay. I'm like, I can smoke, I can smoke malt. I can smoke whatever you want me to smoke. I'll smoke it. You know what I mean? Um, I know how to do that stuff. And so, um, last wave approached me with, you know, the idea of, uh, you know, smoking like jalapenos for, for, a you know, a, a variation in one of their beers. Uh-huh. Uh, and so, yeah, so I, I did that. We smoked that up and then they made a beer out of it and, you know, got some good reviews around town and stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. You know, I did it with Fry too. Okay. You now Fry Brewing Cross in, uh, in the borough, um, you know, he, he came to me. They came out with a smoked winter lager last year. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, Mike came up to me. He's like, hey, man, what, what would you think about smoking malts? And I was like, yeah, dude, let's do it. You know, and so I brought the malts over. We smoked them. He made a great beer out of it, man. It was really good. That's so, really cool. You you and I got to grab a drink one of these nights. <laughs> <laughs> always available. You just let me know. Nice. Um, they, uh, and then I, just, I love- just a little spoiler, though. There might be something coming out in February. Okay. Dig it, dig it. Like, like for the guys, Valentine's Day kind of thing. Like, yeah, like a little, yep, yeah. So just a little spoiler out there, but nothing set in stone. But okay, just be ready. You, you keep talking about shopping local and collaborations. And I think that's so dope. And um, you had an incentive that I just saw on Facebook. I think it was that was really cool about uh, you know bring a receipt from a local. Hit that up for a second here. Is this the you know? I, I don't want to take. I don't want to take total credit for that because. Uh, you know, Bert and Nick um, over at Last Wave started doing that, and I was talking to them and stuff like that. And you know, that's kind of where I was like, you know, let me feed off of that a little bit, man. I'll do it too. You know, what I mean, so let your people know, you know, that come in that they can pop over to Last Wave and do the same thing, get ten percent off. You shop at you know Gordon Sheriff Shop or you know, one, you know, one of the little shops down here on uh, you know, at your shop, you know, mm-hmm. Haven. So they can literally go there. Bring, you know, buy something from you, bring the receipt here to get 10% off, you know? Awesome. That's so cool. Like I, I do, the other thing too, is like, if you bring in, if you bring in and sit down with the last wave beer, or if you come in and sit down with a fry beer and, and, and eat your barbecue, I'll give you 10% off just for bringing in their beer. That's so cool. I think, you know, we, we all got to get together a little bit more and it, it's tough because, you know, getting together is like, you know, frowned upon these days. But it's initiatives like that, and and you know that that's what this whole podcast is kind of based on is thinking of ideas that we could all work together, and then letting the community know about these programs. It's a, you know here's the thing in my in my mind you know they're, they're not going to eat at your shop every day, right? They're going to be doing something next day and the next day and the next day. So in my mind, it's like, well, why not make sure the experience is good for everybody, right? Everybody involved. Like why why can't you know I don't know why can't uh, why can't Spano talk good about my joint and I talk good about his joint? Yep. Because you're not going to eat you're not going to eat Spano every day. You're not going to eat barbecue every day. Right. So, to me, it's a win win for everybody. The more you speak good about stuff and and good about the surrounding area, the more people want to be a part of it. Amen. Amen. That you 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 mentioned Spanos. You're like right next door to them. So for those of the, the viewers who know Spanos, has been a Point Pleasant staple for a million years, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then you know where offshore is. Um, 
Dude, let's talk about this upcoming cooking demo that you have coming up because that is a super cool concept too. Yeah, man, I'm I'm, I'm pumped about it. It's our first. Uh, I call it barbecue with the pitmaster. Uh, it's it's going to be so cool, man. You know, we're we're adhering to all the guidelines. You know, so it's 25 percent of what I can have in here, and um, everything will be COVID to the max. So no worries about that. Um, and basically, it's just like a it's just a fun night people in the community or people that follow me on you know facebook or instagram or any of the social media and uh i just want to bring them in and be part of you know be part of what i do here and and see it for firsthand um maybe learn something because barbecue is a, a hobby for a lot of people i mean a lot of people will buy a brisket or buy some ribs or something like that and like you know set up their backyard and cook for the families and, and things like that so uh, i wanted it to be more of like, hey, this is what I do here, but I also wanted to be informational as well so that, you know, hey, maybe you could take something from the experience you had at my shop and, you know, bring it, you know, bring it to your own barbecue in your backyard, you know. So, you know, I'm doing two things. I'm I'm, I'm doing brisket and I'm doing ribs. And uh -huh. I'll, do, I'll do a little dessert, um, you know, and, and basically I'm going to go through the process of how I break down a brisket and how I cook it and everything. I'm going to show it to them and then they'll be able to taste that brisket that, you know, we just went through and then I'll do the same thing with the ribs, you know, and, you know, take them through that process and it'll be a good night, tasty, fun, open book, chilling. Awesome. So, so what, <laughs> tell the audience again the day or the night that you're doing this. Yeah, and I'm doing it Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday, December 15th. And it's an hour and a half. It's from seven to eight 30. I only got a few tickets left. I, you know, there's, we're almost sold out. Is this something you might do again if it goes well? Yeah, I think so. You know, I, I think it's something that could be a monthly thing, like a once a month thing that, um, you know, if you miss this show and, you know, uh, I, I have a feeling it's going to go well. So yeah. yeah, be prepared for more to come up. Absolutely. Awesome. That's so cool. Um, I saw the other day on your Facebook, you're, you're great with social media. Is that you doing that or is somebody else doing that for you? Uh, I'm going to say it's a collaborative effort. Cool. But, but Jess does a lot of the, a lot of the stuff. Uh, I'm, I'm not, if it, if it looks real generic, it's, it, I posted it. Like, you know what I mean? If it's real, if it's real generic and straightforward and not like fancy or, or, or crafty or anything like that, it's definitely me. If it is, if it looks cool and all that other stuff, that's totally art. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, here, here's what's up. Like I, I follow you online and I'm no, I know so much of what's going on in your business because of social media and, and those that aren't taking advantage of social media locally, you know, you're kind of missing the boat. And, and I wanted to hit on like wings, you know, the other day you posted this picture of these killer wings. Uh, is that a regular thing on your menu or is it like once in a while? No, I do. I do the wings. It's a regular thing. It wasn't going to be a regular thing because I want, I really, you know, at the beginning of my business, I really wanted to drive home. Hey, this is brisket. This is pork you know, this is Turkey, you know, these are ribs. And, and I just wanted to drive that home. You know, wings are kind of like a, was like an afterthought for me, but at the same time, you know, what? who doesn't love wings Yeah. and I know how to smoke them. And so I, I said, you know what, enough's enough with, you know, driving it home. I think people got the idea, you know, let me, let me give them another aspect, uh, you know, uh, of what I can do here. Um, cause you don't get a, you know, smoked wing. You don't see that around, No. you know, everyone fries them or, you know, and everything like that. So I dry rub them, smoke them and they're fall off the bone tender, man. They're awesome. Now you might've just called out what I'm having for lunch today. So <laughs> you, you might be seeing me around yeah. 12 o'clock today. 
Um, do you, uh, you you do like catering? Like somebody's having a party at the house? Like, you know, how's that? Is that yeah. So, I mean, yeah, obviously with all this going on and stuff, it's so the a lot of the catering was pick up, you know, so I'll do trays, um, you know, so people will call in and they'll say, hey, I want to do like a catering for, you know, so many people. Um, so I would I would help them with the buffet setup deal. So I'll get them trays of food, sides, things of that. Um, and then they'll, they'll come pick it up. You know, right now we're just a pickup, uh, when it comes to catering, but we have everything you need for that. Right. Right. Um, you know, prior to that, I, you know, I had, um, where catering events where I'd show up to your house and smoke on the premises and, and do things like that. Yeah. Um, that's something that I hope we can get back to because it's a lot of fun uh, for me. It's a lot of fun for, you know, the, the customer. So, you know, it, it, and it's good to, you know, we had events like that. I mean, we had like a, a barbecue and car show uh, yeah. one time where, you know, we can combine things like that. And, and it's just a great experience and all around good fun. I love that. That's awesome. Um, what days are you open right now? So right now we're doing Wednesday through Sunday. Okay. 11, 11 to 6. Uh, and then Sunday we close at 4. Yeah. Okay. Right on. And you're uh, – is your whole family involved? Like your website was cool. Like you're showing all you know the family members and the dog. Like you know you you are a family driven restaurant, right? Like who who are your employees? I have, you know, what's the rundown? Yeah, so we are. You know, a lot of it is barbecue is all about family. It's and it's all about you know friends and close people that you know and everything like that. So um, a lot of things and a lot of decisions I make with the restaurant are strictly between you know, families involved and things like that. So we keep it really close knit and um, that, you know, that's how we do it. You know, as far as employees go, you know, I like to get the community involved too. So I'm not like a standoffish, like family only kind of thing. It just comes, you know, with decisions and things like that. We do it that way. But, you know, I have the high school, um, you know, high school kids in here, you know, uh, working for me, uh, local, local guys, you know, that have lived here their whole lives uh, working for me. So people that are, you know, you know, entrenched in the community and things like that. I mean, cause that's what the barbecue is all about, you know, yeah. I, I, is delivery a thing. So I do the delivery through DoorDash and Grubhub, uh, right now. Um, it's just, it's the nature of the beast right now. You yeah. Know? It is what it is. I, this, this might intrigue you, but people are ordering milkshakes from me on DoorDash. Like it's this, crazy, right? Like I, I, I was, people are in coffee on DoorDash, like, uh -huh. you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting uh, how that, how that whole thing is working. Um, you know, a lot of it too is, uh, you know, the hours to which I'm open and able to operate, um, you know, those platforms lend themselves to that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. I, I, and I want to put a disclaimer out there for people that do order from DoorDash or, or, or Grubhub and we encourage it big time. But a lot of people don't realize that the restaurants pay a good part of that. Also, a lot of people think, you know, hey, I'm paying a little extra and I'm paying for the delivery. But, um, you know, it's roughly 30 percent that we're eating. So if you're if you're doing a ten dollar order, the restaurant sees seven dollars of that. So I would encourage those of you that are home watching this. If you could get in your car and drive to a place and pick up, do it. You, you're you're, you're going to help that restaurant even more so. Certainly, if it's I can't do it, I can't get out of my house, I, I'm afraid, you know, due to the health reasons, 
then then we encourage the delivery. And I, and I was, I'm speaking on your behalf, but I, I feel that way strongly. Yeah, I mean, anyway, here's the other thing, too. I mean, with uh, with everything that's going on in the pandemic, people don't want to leave their homes. You know, right. and so I think the DoorDash and, and Grubhub, they do do a good job because it's a it's a company that you know focuses on making sure that the customer is safe through this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. So it it, it also is a it, you're going to get a delivery that is COVID safe, which yeah. you know if you don't want to leave your home, it's probably the best option for you. I, I agree. I I'm so glad that I'm part of the platform, and I, I just wanted people to realize that. Yeah. Uh, if you could do a pickup, you're actually helping the restaurant rather yes, than you, know, you are yep. even giving away Definitely. that delivery. Um, last thing I want to hit on, man, you had a fire at your place a, a couple, maybe a month or two back. Like, yeah. dude, I was, I was, I was worried for you when I saw that in the, I think it was like the brick shore point uh, news or something like I saw that online and um, what happened and, and how'd you bounce back so fast? Still get annoyed by it. Um, you know, it, to speak to how it happened, uh, you know, I, I really don't know. There are many different things, but ultimately what happened was this, the smoker went on fire and wow. I, I always take precautions. Uh, I leave the hood on. Okay. Um, and hood is just a big exhaust just for people that don't know. A hood is a big exhaust that sits over the smoker. And so, you know, when it, when it happened, luckily, the fire got contained to just that area because that exhaust was on. Okay. So at the end of the day, all that really happened was, you know, a mess from putting out the fire and the smoker got damaged, Right. Uh, which, you know, that it cost me, cost me a lot. And it was really tough, man. I mean, it happened right before labor day, you know, and I had, I had orders, you know, that had to cancel. Um, you know, I was able to keep a couple of the orders, but, I wasn't able to make enough food for the rest of them. Right. Um, so I was, you know, it, it was just tough, man. It was tough and it was the worst time. And, but like I said, I did this on purpose, you know, <laughs> like I told you at the beginning, I did all this on purpose, you know, yeah. you know, so I, I, I wanted this fire to happen. I wanted it <laughs> to happen. I wanted to open up in the winter. That's, that's how I roll. <laughs> the, harder, the harder the better man. I, I i said we're not gonna curse but i'm gonna say you got balls of steel to, uh, to do what you do man and i tell you bro i tell you it's it's been it's been something but i'm glad i'm going through it man i'm, I'm trying to live my dream uh, i'm trying to bring real authentic handcrafted wood smoked awesome. kick-ass barbecue you know what i mean back to back to jersey you know and at the jersey shore so it's really it's really wow. fun I think you're definitely doing a killer job. Um, I want to wrap it up in just a second, but if anybody wants to find the offshore barbecue, how do they find you online? You know, social. Uh, you know. Yeah. So it's it's the name. If you if you just plug offshore BBQ into your search browser, everything is based off of that name. So I'm at you know when it comes to Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or anything, it's at offshore BBQ um, website www offshorebbq.com you want to get in touch with me it's my last name at offshorebbq.com so all you need to do is plug in offshore bbq you'll find me you know follow us we love our followers we're very responsive um so yeah man awesome richie dude it was awesome having you here uh you'll probably see me in a couple hours for some lunch <laughs> shout out to chris who is a fan of yours checking in uh um, appreciate you brother
Yeah, man. And for all the listeners at home, uh, whether you're listening here on um, Facebook Live or whether you're tuning into one of the um, uh, podcast platforms, thank you so much. This is a pleasure to be doing this. This is episode number two. I've got a lot more planned. Um, next week, we're going to have on the founders of um, Bean Mug and Coffee, which is a local brewed or lo- local um, uh, coffee company. I, I got They got a lot to say. Awesome company, friends of mine. And uh, we'll see you then. So signing off. Have a good Thanks, time. Mike. I appreciate it, man. And thank everybody for watching. Have a groovy day.